Lifestyle choices and environmental factors impact your brain health and the physiology and psychology of your mental health. When you're ready to turn your brain on to get your game on, listen to In Your Head Radio. Now here's your host, Lee Richardson. So we've got a really interesting show today. We've got Dr. Hyla Cass, and she's a nationally acclaimed innovator and expert in the fields of integrative medicine, psychiatry, and addiction recovery. Dr. Cass has helped individuals to take charge of their health. And one area of expertise has been helping individuals learn how to withdraw from psychiatric medication and substances of abuse with the aid of natural supplements. And part of that, too, is nutrition. But she has had her own line of, of brain supplements, and it's kind of shifted her focus. And she is now focusing on a line of high-quality hemp oil extract, CBD, and that's, there's a lot to talk about there. She, we're lucky to have her. She's on a, the national radio and television shows, and she's got pu- published several books, including Natural Highs, Ache Weeks to Vibrant Health, Supplement Your Prescription, What Your Doctors Don't Know About Nutrition, The Addicted Brain, and How to Break Free. And I love this, Your Amazing Itty Bitty Guide to Cannabis. Dr. Kaz, thank you so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure. Really happy to be on your show. And I'm so excited because... You know, a lot of people that come to the Brain Performance Center, they're either they've been told that they have to be put on medication for anxiety or depression or ADHD or OCD, or they're on medication and they're having so the side effects are so tremendous that they want to get off of it. And, you know, it's I have a natural bias against medication because it's never worked for me. So I'm just enthralled to hear what you have to say and how people can take charge of their health instead of just taking that pill. Absolutely. You know, with medication, it's a real slippery slope because what you're doing is you're forcing the brain into submission. You're not really correcting anything that's wrong. You're not even looking to see exactly what's wrong. You're just basing it on symptoms and then using a drug to oppose those symptoms. But it's never corrective. And then if that doesn't work, the dose gets raised or another drug gets added and people have side effects. And uh, lots of people have come to me that are on medications that are no longer working and are having side effects, but it's then very difficult to withdraw from them. So it really ends up being a a challenging situation. So my approach is really to work with the brain's chemistry, much as you do. You work with the brain to affect positive change, and it works so much better. Boy, that's, I have found that to be so true. And anything that we can do organically or, or create the change within the body, it certainly has a, a longer lasting effect. Tell me, what's the biggest challenge that you've seen? And I know addiction, in my opinion, addiction is a brain disease. But besides addiction, because I think that's a different world, what is the biggest challenge that people face being able to walk away from that medication? Well, they have to go off it fairly slowly because the brain has ha- has changed. You know, if you use a drug for any length of time, even fairly briefly, you create brain changes. And if you pull the drug away, you're going to have a changed brain that isn't functioning very well. So what I do is add in support of nutrients, very specific nutrients that help make the neurochemicals that are going to do the change that should have happened in the first place. So if somebody's having anxiety, depression, overeating, the way to raise serotonin is to give a precursor. That is an amino acid, tryptophan or 5-HTP, which are relatives of each other, and that will help raise your serotonin naturally. And it's a much better fix than trying to force the brain into thinking there's more serotonin like the drugs do. 
Well, and serotonin, that's our happy neurotransmitter. So, you know, certainly if we can learn, and I've heard there's certain food that you can eat to increase serotonin. Absolutely. So serotonin, yeah, it's, um, they're protein foods, but if you have them with a bit of carb, that helps it cross the brain, blood brain barrier. If you take tryptophan, it'll help the, um, the food it get, get into the brain better. You'll have a, more, a higher level of tryptophan in the brain, which will give you a higher serotonin level. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons people stay away from supplements is they don't understand them. They don't understand, you know, that, well, that's complicated. I just want you to tell me what to take and when to take it and how many to take. And, you know, they don't understand that you can you, you can utilize supplements if you can combine them and combine that with your nutrition. You can create some real change. Right. And you have to start off with good nutrition. I mean, you cannot be eating junk and expect your brain to operate properly. So when you people know, come garbage. to see you, what's the bet when they want to talk about diet? Where do you go with that? I go with, first of all, fairly, it, it depends on the individual, but a good basic diet is a Mediterranean diet. And that's pretty readily available. You know, information about a Mediterranean diet is available and it's, um, a good balance, and when you think of Mediterranean countries, they're eating whole foods. They're not eating processed foods. They're not buying it in packages at the supermarket. I mean, the point is not to buy your food packaged, not to get processed food, but to make it from scratch, buy organic, because all those chemicals that are in food, including like your fruits and veggies, having pesticides in them are all toxic to the brain. Brain's very sensitive to all of this. So I, I say eat organic as much as possible. And a lot of people say, oh, it's too expensive. It's too hard. Well, what's your brain worth to you? That's worth a lot to me. And as we age, I mean, we all know the brain's not fully developed until our mid to late 20s. And then the 30s are rocking, man. And then the 40s come and we start to plateau. And then the 50s come and maybe we start to have a little cognitive decline. And then the 60s, maybe it's a little imperative. And to think that you could alter that by changing the way right. you eat and, you know, putting some more. And organic is so easy to get now. It's every grocery store, every online source offers organic. Absolutely. And that's, that's what I encourage people to do and to cut out the sugar. I mean, as you stop eating sugar, you your body adjusts. It's really a kind of addiction. The other thing is if you're taking the right nutrients, you're actually going to not have sugar cravings. Sugar cravings are due to malnutrition. So people are overweight, they're overeating, but they're malnourished. So one needs to learn the basic principles of nutrition, which I can't really go into in detail here, but very readily available. Also, the paleo diet is good because it cuts out grains, and grains are often problematic. Uh, and then there is even the keto diet, which is used in some situations such as seizure disorders and dementia. But that's, again, that's more esoteric and probably outside the scope of our discussion today, because I wanted to focus more on what are called micronutrients, which are vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and so on. So where do you start with an edu? Let's say our listeners out there say, I need to educate myself on micronutrients. Where do you start? What's the first step? Good question. Um, <laughs> there are books on micronutrients. I wrote a book years and years ago called Natural Highs, which really covers it well. So it may be an old book, but it's still extremely relevant. It's still selling well, and people are appreciating it. So I, I'd like to be able to cite more contemporary sources, but I actually don't have any offhand. But it explains okay. the use of amino acids, vitamins, minerals. 
uh, essential fatty acids, fish oil. So some real basics are fish oil, multivitamins, uh, probiotic to keep the gut microbiome healthy because the microbiome, which are the healthy bacteria in your gut, actually make a lot of your vitamins. So lots and lots to learn, but once you get it, it just it just becomes habit. And it makes an enormous, enormous difference. And people don't look back. You know, they, they improve their their diet. I hate to use the word diet because it sounds like you're on a diet. And it's not. You're eating good food. You're, you feel full. You're not depriving yourself. And you feel so much better. Well, I think that, you know, it's lifestyle choices. And that's what I have found in, in my clinic is it's some people have a really hard time. You know, it's a lifestyle choice. I had one lady tell me, I have, my family has to have fried chicken every single Sunday. And I said, no, ma'am, you have to have fried chicken every single Sunday. Your family does not. And she thought about it for a minute. And she said, you're right. You're right. It's me that doesn't want to make the change. Right. Good point. So for, Good point. And then your brain work actually helps people to make better decisions. Absolutely. You create self-regulation in the brain and then you calm that brain down. You get that cellular communication going between the brain and the body. And, you know, it's so interesting because I'm learning more about the body brain, which you're an expert in. But I'm just starting to understand that really with what's going on with the body, it's how the it's information processing, how that cellular communication happens. And when you can't process the information, that's when inflammation occurs. So it's it's amazing to me how really how much control we have over our brain and our body. Right. And once you are able to deal with the inflammation, and we have really good ways to do that nutritionally, but once you do that, then you're able to make much better decisions. You're able to think more clearly. So there are so many, a lot of things people tell me, there's so many different ways to go out there. There's so many different supplements. Is there a, like a, a basic routine or basic protocol if you, that someone just to have keep their brain healthy? Well, basically, you're going to take a multivitamin fish oil because our brain is made out of mostly fat and essential fatty acids like fish oil will actually help to create healthy cell membranes as opposed to cell membranes made from bad fats like french fries. So. Stay away from vegetable oils and have olive oil, plant-based oil, um, so olive oil, coconut oil, and uh, definitely take essential fatty acids in the form of fish oil. So on top okay. of that, you do a multivitamin and get a high-potency one. The usual drugstore ones are, are a little weak, so more like the professional brands uh, with high-potency of all of the vitamins, you know, really good amount of all of them. So they're really working for you. A probiotic to keep your microbiome healthy. Uh, vitamin D, very important to have a good level of vitamin D. And while you're taking vitamin D, you also want to take vitamin K because that helps to direct calcium into the right places like bone instead of the wrong places like your blood vessels. So it's, it's, it's an education, and as people educate themselves, they begin to introduce more and more of the right supplements. And you don't have to overdo it either. Often get a lot of leverage just in what I mentioned here. So do you suggest another, that... I'm going go ahead. ahead. No, please. Uh, one of the supplements that has been really in my purview in the past couple of years is CBD. And there's a lot of mystery around CBD. People confuse it with marijuana and they're a little afraid of it and not sure what to do with it. So it, I became intrigued with it because as I was using it with using the supplements, 
in helping people withdraw from medication, helping them with anxiety, depression, OCD. All of these nutrients do amazing things with these conditions. What I found was when I added CBD, it kind of acted like hamburger helper. It extended the reach of all of these nutrients and helped facilitate brain function by a lot. It really gave me leverage. That makes a lot of sense to me. And, you know, CBD now, there's CBD, where I'm in Dallas, Texas, and there's CBD stores um, on every corner, it seems like. And I know that people have, have found some use in a lot of different ways. I was actually speaking with a gentleman this morning who has ALS, and it's very difficult for him to eat, and he needs to have 4,000 calories a day. So he's using CBD and marijuana to help increase his appetite. That's such a positive application. But for people that are on medication, do you suggest that they use the CBD as a way to come off the medication? Or do you suggest they do that first? Well, what I do is add in the CBD. And theoretically, you need to check with your doctor. But the truth is that if you're taking under 100 milligrams, and most people are taking like 10, maybe 25 milligrams, uh, at the most 50 milligrams a day, if you're under 100 milligrams, it, it won't touch your meds. It won't, it won't interfere. So uh, I would start with the CBD and then gradually wean off the medication with your, doc- with your prescribing doctor's help. And it's done gradually. You know, you never want to go off a drug suddenly. So when you say gradually, is that typically a 90-day period time frame, more like a six-month? It could be 90 days, six months. If it's um, a benzodiazepine, it can sometimes take, you know, six months or even longer. It's very tricky. But even so, if I've added in GABA and theanine, as well as CBD, often I can shorten the course of a benzodiazepine withdrawal. Benzos are Valium, um, Librium, Clonopin, and so on. And they're prescribed far too often. They're quite dangerous. And you can't go off of them precipitously because you could have a seizure. And, and even if not, you have terrible rebound anxiety and insomnia. So that has to be done particularly gradually. The SSRIs can be done a little more quickly. Uh, But, you know, there's different combinations of of nutrients that I use. Uh, But if you want to just use CBD, that's going to be very effective because it's kind of complicated when people are trying to get off meds, having to figure out what nutrients to take. And if they're not doing it under professional care, it's easier to just add one thing, which, by the way, is why people like meds, because here's your drug. You take it once a day, and you're done. Once and done, whereas with nutrients, there's a schedule twice a day, three times a day, and a variety of nutrients. And people get um, whatever it is, resistant to it, they forget, things like that. You have to have more dedication and commitment when you're on nutrients. But at least when you're using CBD, it actually influences all of the neurotransmitters working through, listen to this, it works through something called the endocannabinoid system, or ECS. Now, the ECS is a beautiful built-in communication system that all animals have, and its whole job is to help us to de-stress, to rest, relax, and be protected. So it's, it's a wonderfully protective substance that, that interfaces with every cell in the body, and it helps all the cells to communicate with each other. And we didn't even know about it until the 90s. And then along came, we, we knew that, that marijuana, or THC, we knew that THC interacted with it, but we didn't know about CBD at all. And now we do. So THC, by the way, THC and CBD are both from the cannabis plant, from the same plant. 
and they're both cannabinoids. But THC is the one that gets you high, and you have to go to a dispensary to get THC. And the cannabis that you buy in a dispensary has been bred to be high in THC because people are buying it to get high, unless it's uh, lower doses, for example, with medical marijuana. On the other hand, CBD will not get you high, but it will regulate your mood. It will help you with anxiety and depression to help balance the mood because it's also working with the endocannabinoid system. It works a little differently than THC. And by the way, this is an important point. CBD helps to balance THC. So when people have, and this is an increasing incidence of this, when they have an anxiety response to THC, lots of people, particularly young people at their first time smoking weed, will have uh, terrible anxiety, irritability. Uh, they could even end up in the emergency room. And what happens is they put on medication, and then there may be labeled bipolar. They said, oh, we've uncovered, you know, this THC uncovered a latent bipolar illness. Oh, my God, no, it didn't. It just, it just was being THC, and THC can do that in certain people that are genetically in, uh, inclined that way. And the treatment for that hyper-reaction to the THC is actually CBD. And the fact that it's been bred out of that product, the cannabis they're smoking didn't have much THC, didn't have much CBD, it was mostly THC. If you give them a really good load of CBD and they keep taking it for a while, it's really going to bring them down and neutralize the THC. And they need to take it for a while because THC can last in the system, in the fat cells. So we have a natural antidote to a THC negative reaction. Well, it's interesting because you've, you've listed some really good benefits that can be obtained with CBD. But I have a question. What does it do to your immune system? Very interesting. It helps to enhance the immune system. It's, I mean, it's so amazing because it sounds like a panacea. It enhances the immune system. It's anti-inflammatory. It works with anxiety, depression, sleep, pain, including migraines. I've had people who have finally had relief from migraines by taking it all the time and then taking extra if they feel one coming on. And that's happening less and less often if they're taking it regularly. Um, it's actually been used for seizures. High-dose CBD for seizures has been miraculous because you have these kids that are on very high doses of medications and not doing well. Like they can't, they just don't function. So this company came out with something, uh, GW Pharma came up with Epidiolex, which is plant-based CBD. And that is used for seizure disorders. Uh, and in fact, you can use regular CBD too. You don't have to buy the pharmaceutical, which is quite expensive. And you can well, use that's... less of it because you're using full spectrum as opposed to the isolated CBD. So I prefer what's called full spectrum because the plant has many cannabinoids in it, as well as something called terpenes. And terpenes are what give herbs their specific aroma. You know, like lavender, like lemon verbena, smells like lemon. Um, THC has a sort of a skunky smell. So these terpenes have great medicinal qualities. And that's all in, in, in the full spectrum. You have whatever was in that plant. Um, but it has to be less than to be accepted as CBD that you can get over the counter. It has to be less than 0.3% THC. So you're not going to get high from that. But it's by keeping it in, you're removing less of the natural product, the way it grows and the way it's extracted. So well, that's my, my preference so. the full spectrum. I've learned so much in the first half of our show, just, you know, about the goodness that CBD brings and the different ways in full spectrum. There's just all kinds of different ways to define it and use it. We've got about 30 seconds before we go to break. Is there any one 
final point or takeaway you'd like to share with our listeners? 15 seconds. Uh, the CBD needs to be understood a little, but it has amazing properties and not to be confused with marijuana. doesn't get you high. Perfect. When we come back from break, we're going to pick that point up and we'll talk some more about it. We'll be back after these messages. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Recently, my husband and I were driving to Colorado when we saw a huge shooting star streaking across the sky. Boy, were we bum squabbled. Sky wonkies know that shooting stars and falling stars are both names that describe meteors. Streaks of light across the sky caused by small bits of interplanetary rock and debris vaporizing high in the Earth's upper atmosphere. The rare few that survive and hit the ground are known as meteorites. The largest meteorite still existing on Earth is named Hoba West. It's 9 by 9 by 3 feet and weighs 66 tons. That one must have made a polyphlesbian or an incredible racket when it hit. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. back. Now here is your host, Lee Richardson. So in the first half of the show, we've learned a lot about how CBD can be used as a way to supplement your own health, but it can also be used as a way to come off of prescription medication. And I've learned, you know, there's different kinds, there's full spectrum. Before break, we, we discussed all that. Dr. Cass, let's just summarize it for him. And then we'll move on and we'll talk a little bit more about CBD. So the summary of what we talked about earlier about diet and nutrition? Well, just about the different types of, we were talking about right at the end, the different types of marijuana, the different, or not, I'm sorry, the different types of CBD and the difference between CBD and marijuana. Right. Well, THC will get you high. CBD will not get you high, but it makes you feel good. It really balances both anxiety and depression and works with all of the what are called neurotransmitters or brain messengers. You know, the happy neurotransmitter serotonin, which we know a lot about, uh, dopamine, which is for energy, focus, motivation. So it and it goes where it needs to go. You know, there's a real wisdom in the body. So it's quite amazing. And CBD communicates with all the cells in the body, and it really works to de-stress. People that have taken it in stressful situations, for example, they have, this is interesting, they, had, uh, they did an experiment with people who are terrified of giving speeches. You know, that some people would rather die than give a speech in public. So they did a simulated uh, speech experiment where half of the people were regular, happy happy to give speeches, and the others were not. And they divided the frightened people in, by giving half of them CBD beforehand and half not. So as you can imagine, the ones that didn't get it did terribly. The regular speech givers were fine. And the people who were given CBD who had been frightened actually gave their speeches and they were fine. So it actually overcame their fear of presentation. So that is miraculous. Boy, that is. I know people that would sooner walk a tightrope 
um, then have to get up and speak publicly. And it's and you ask them why, and most of the time I say I don't know. It just makes me nervous. So that's that's amazing. So I was on. You have a couple of websites, and I was looking at drcass.com, and it talks about the first page talks about hemp oil. Is hemp oil the same thing as CBD? Hemp oil, no. I, what I have is hemp oil extract. So a shortened, in my case, I really am talking about hemp oil extracts. Because if you go to the health food store and buy hemp oil, it's generally hemp seed oil. Hemp, But I've called my CBD product hemp oil extract. And that means it's taken from the whole hemp plant. Because CBD just by itself is an isolate. And it's good. It works. But it's better if it is full spectrum because then it has all of the ingredients that was in the plant that it came from. So there is a difference. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a I saw a lot of different products uh, on the website and I was amazed at how many different ways it can be utilized. I don't know why. But when I think of CBD, I always think of a gummy. I don't know where, where that came from in my my memory, but that's what I think of. And it looked like that there's many, many different applications. Talk to us about that. The gummies, I don't I don't like the gummies because they're full of sugar. They're very popular. And I really <laughs> I am so against sugar. As as are you. It's very destructive to the brain and the body. So, but you can get it in tinctures, which is an oil. You can get it in a spray, in capsules, in topicals. Very good for joint pain. You put it on, you know, in a sad, you just put it on your um, skin. And there's also uh, face oils that you can put on that absorb right into the skin and rejuvenate. Soften and rejuvenate your skin as well as lubricate. So, a lot of different ways of taking it. You can even ingest it orally. So, you, I, I could use it for, to improve my skin care? Yes. Wow. There's an anti aging um, strategy I hadn't thought about. <laughs> but certainly, if it's natural, uh, that's kind of the way I want to go is with the natural all the way. So the, is there certain recommendations, like say if somebody has anxiety or let's say if somebody has ADHD, do those influence your recommendations? Do those steer you? Do the symptoms steer the protocol that you come up with using the CBD? Not really. It's it's very individual. And what's important about the symptoms is that you're actually titrating it yourself. So if you're having anxiety, you know, I've had people in my office where they're highly anxious and I'll give them some drops under the tongue and they'll hold it for 30 seconds and swallow it. And often, you know, I check back in about 10 minutes and like, oh, wow, I'm feeling so much better. They're just like so surprised, you know, that they haven't felt that clear and calm in a very long time. Uh, sometimes it has worked a little bit, not enough. We add some more and wait another 10 minutes. And we'll titrate up and they may need, um, you know, starting off with a half a dropper and then another half a dropper and another half a dropper. And they find what their dose is, the dose that actually works. Sometimes it takes a few days of being on it to actually feel it. Uh, we all act so differently. Our bodies all have different ways of absorbing and utilizing any nutrients. So there you go. Well, is there anything, you know, that you should be on the lookout for? Um, I would assume if you see a change in your sleep patterns, if you see a change in your diet, if you see changes in your behavior, those are things you would look for. Are there other things that you encourage people to, to where, what do they look at to see the benefit? 
Well, they need to know why they're taking it. <laughs> Sometimes someone is taking it for anxiety and the joint pain goes away. Or they're taking it for sleep and they find that they're not as much wanting to take an alcoholic drink. You know, it actually takes the edge off of addictive cravings. So you may think you're doing it for one target symptom and other ones clear up because, as I said, the endocannabinoid system works throughout the whole body and CBD reinforces the endocannabinoid system. And a lot of people have a low endocannabinoid system. And that can be due to genetics. It can be due to stress. And uh, when you take CBD, you're raising your endocannabinoid system. You're reinforcing it. And so you have all this ability to neutralize anxiety, depression, stress, pain, addiction, and so on. Well, you know, you bring up addiction. And addiction is a world that I find it's a brain disease, um, but it's a it's a hard world. And I don't believe there's a person out there that wants to be addicted to any substance. I think that it all starts with self-medicating, self-soothing, trying to trying to be comfortable with yourself. And you've done a lot of work in addiction. Talk to us about that. Great. What addiction really is, is your brain saying, I got to have this. I got to feel better. I'm feeling terrible. I'm feeling anxious. And they'll grab, say, they'll grab sugar to soothe them or carbohydrate, uh, some, some form of carbohydrate. So that becomes a sugar addiction or they'll take an alcoholic drink. In fact, when you supply the right precursor to make your neurotransmitters, the ones that are low, you're going to neutralize the urge. It's, I, and I was doing this for years with nutritional supplements. Like if somebody's craving cocaine and alcohol, usually it's a dopamine deficiency. So we give them phenylalanine or tyrosine. If people have uh, what's called anhedonia, they just can't feel good. They just feel blah. Uh, we give them phenethylamine. Uh, or actually, we can give uh, L-phenylalanine, which turns, or Z-phenylalanine, which turns into um, phenethylamine, which feels good. But speaking of phenethylamine, that's actually released in chocolate. And that's why in on Valentine's Day, we do chocolates because it makes people feel good. It, it creates kind of a warm, yummy feeling inside. So we have lots of ways of feeling good besides using the bad stuff. And once you're balanced, when, and I, I've done this for years, giving people, it happened really quickly, giving people the right amino acids to make the right neurotransmitters, people find they're just not craving the bad stuff. And it, so it's, it's sort of an automatic thing. We want to feel good. And if it happens to be alcohol or cocaine or methamphetamine or sugar or shopping, you know, if any of those things make us feel good, then we do it. And if we can do it naturally instead, then you're covered. And, and, and the addiction actually melts. It melts away. You don't have to use willpower. You don't have to white knuckle it, which is so reassuring to people. It's not like, oh my God, I can't give it up. You're not giving it up. You're allowing it to go away. So, you know, I can't tell you how many clients I have that say, well, you know, I just have some wine at night and it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with wine and it really does, you know, it mellows me out. And I, they go to sleep, but of course they don't stay asleep. How do you compare, how do you compare wine to CBD? Oh my, <laughs> I, I, too many people say that. Oh, I just like, oh, don't take. It's how they talk about it. Because I've had people when I've interviewed them, you know, first visit, uh, don't take away my wine. Don't take away my coffee when I haven't said anything about it. So you, then you know that it's an urge, that it's a craving. So I, I've had people, I, I remember I had one guy who I began treating with 
amino acids. He was drinking a lot of beer. And I gave him all the right supplements, particularly ones that counter alcohol, and did not use the A word, alcoholic, with him at all. Didn't even talk about his drinking. But the next time I saw him, which was about a month later, and, you know, continued asking, did you take your supplements? Oh, yeah, I took them, you know, just as prescribed. I said, and um, how much are you drinking? Oh, that's funny. I noticed I had a case of beer in the fridge that I hadn't touched. Whoa. I wonder if it had to do with the supplements. So there you go. (laughs) I did it very subtly, and it worked. So you don't even have to know that it's going to work to have it work. In fact, they've done experiments with with rats that they got that, that they bred to be alcoholic, and then when they gave them the amino acid, they stopped drinking, and they didn't go to AA. They didn't use willpower. They just stopped drinking because they have the right balance of neurotransmitters. So, so that's really miraculous. That's... What can happen? That's that's so amazing to me. So that's really, if you can get the neurotransmitter balance down, then you don't feel the need to self-soothe or you don't feel the need. I mean, and wine, and I don't, I guess I know more wine drinkers than beer drinkers, but you talk about taking away somebody's wine and immediately there's a barrier you know, because people ask me, well, while I'm doing neurofeedback, while I'm creating neuroplasticity, can I drink? And my question is, is, well, what are you drinking and how much? I don't think a glass of anything will kill you. But I think a bottle every day might have a different effect. <laughs> oh, it's so bad for you. Alcohol is a poison, and that's why it gets people high. It, it actually is toxic to the brain you know, intoxicated. That's why your reflexes are bad and you shouldn't drink and drive. So do you want to poison your whole body? You want to poison your liver and affect your gut? It affects the microbiome. As I said earlier, the microbiome makes a lot of our vitamins. So you you really want to do all you can to minimize drinking. And when it's compulsory like that, you know that they have a deficit in their calming neurotransmitter. They're low in GABA. So I give them GABA and theanine and CBD, or even to start with CBD to be simple, because people are sometimes intimidated by doing a lot of nutrients to start. And you'll find that their drinking will actually be much less. And uh, I have a blog up on my website on addiction. Ah. Uh, my website, com has uh, has a blog on it for more details. Well, I think that's something, you know, you mentioned earlier, there's all kinds of addictions, whether it's shopping, whether it's gambling, whether it's sex, whether it's drugs, whether it's substances, it's all addiction. That's right. And it's all a reflection, again, a reflection of a deficit in neurotransmitters and the deficit in the endocannabinoid system. And when we get it up, it really works. We raise the level of the endocannabinoid system. Our endorphins are raised. Our serotonin is raised. Dopamine is raised so we can focus, concentrate, feel calm, feel good, feel that sort of warm-hearted feeling. And all of that, as I said, sounds like a panacea, like how could one thing do all that? And it's because the the endocannabinoid system is so active throughout the whole body. So it's it's the cellular changes that one thing causes that does everything. Yes. Yeah. And it happens right away. You know, CBD um, releases endocannabinoids immediately. And CBD is legal everywhere, correct? It is. You don't have to go to a dispensary to get it either. It's it's approved by the different states, and you can get it over the counter, you get it in stores, you can get it online. Uh, 
quite readily available, but you want to make sure you get quality product. Well, I'm thinking that's where the confusion is because there's some of the CBD stores that cater to the more affluent. You come in, you have a, you know, sit down and, and then some are more of a, you know, walk up to the window and people ask, well, is there a difference in what I'm getting? And what you said is it's all state regulated. So if you walk up to a window in Texas, or if you walk up and sit into a really nice cushy chair and put your feet up, you're getting the same thing. No, it depends on the brand. Oh, okay. So I mean, different brands are all the brands are different. They're not. I mean, they they do get spot checked by the FDA, uh, but there's no one actually doing quality control on every single brand. So it's buyer beware, and you want to have one that gives a certificate of analysis that says what's in it. You know, what percent of each of the cannabinoids, terpenes. Uh, whether they're added terpenes, sometimes some will add terpenes. You know, I, I finally developed my own line because I wanted to have control over the product. I wanted to know what was in it, uh, that what was in it was what I wanted in it. I wanted the right lemon flavor. And it's very, very exacting, sort of like a, a recipe. So in that sense, when I, you know, I know it's, it's pure and I know that I have a certificate of analysis on every lot that tells you what's in it. Uh, often, you know, they found in spot checking various CBDs that it did not have what it said in it. So it's, it's basically buyer beware. So buy the more, um, I guess, well-known or well-accepted products, ones that have a certificate of analysis. Um, I, I like mine. I can't say it's the only good one. But, I, but I'm familiar with it, and I like it, and it, it happens to taste good too. And I know a lot of them. A lot of them taste kind of grassy, and I like the lighter MCT oil and lemon flavor. Well, you know, it's interesting because so many times, why people that in my center talk about why they use wine or beer, it's for sleep. And you know, it's like, well, I don't want to take the sleeping pills, and I understand that because I understand that you know. The sleeping pills, there's there's a very high risk of death. Oh, with- terrible, terrible. It shortens your life. Taking sleeping pills and taking benzos shorten your life span. No question about it. Like, why not work with the body's chemistry? We have the best pharmacy inside us. Why not utilize it? So CBD utilizes our natural pharmacy. So we're building up our neurotransmitters. We're building up all this good action in our body, the way we were meant to function. So well, you know, it, we've got about. There's no question. Well, and I'm glad to hear that. We've got you know about four or five minutes left, and I really we've talked about different things. But if people want to get online. You know, you've got a couple of websites. If they want to go to the read the blogs, because you've got some really good blogs on your website, they would go to castmd.com, correct? Correct. And if they wanted to learn more about your products, where would they go? Uh, well, there are a couple of things they can do. One is my products are on drcast.com, drcass.com. And I'm also offering a discount, 10% discount on your first purchase if you use the code BRAIN10, BRAIN and then the number 10. Okay, so BRAIN10, and that will get you a 10% discount off of your first order. Right, and I'm also, I have, I'm sorry. Is that an order made off of drcast.com? Yes. Okay. So when you do it, when you check out, you just add the brain tan code. There's a place to add a code. But the other thing I'm offering, because we couldn't cover everything in this hour, I have a a link to give you my ebook called CBD, What You Need to Know. And you can probably put it in your show notes, but I will give it to you as well. 
It's www.casmd.com slash CBD basics. Ah, very good. So anybody that goes to the website and say that again. Uh, CASMD.com forward slash CBD basics. And it can all be lowercase. It's not case sensitive, but I just put it all lowercase because it's easier. And you get the free ebook CBD, what you need to know. Great. I'm there right now and I'm just scrolling down um, to see the bonus offer. And all I need to do to download the book is put my first, my last, and my email. And then I hit the download button and I get it for good. Instant gratification. I love it. You know, that's what I'm all about, Dr. <laughs> you Cass. You get it now. forever. <laughs> and then I do see, I do see, a you know, the, a brain tin code in there, which, and that can apply on any product or any amount right. of products. Any amount. So the bigger the order, the better the discount. Do you have any favorite products you want to tell us about in the last couple of minutes? Well, yeah, I think. Um, a good starter is the 750 milligram tincture, the two bottles, uh, one ounce, two bottles, day and night. So you, the day one will keep you focused and energized because of the added terpenes that do that. And then the night is great for helping you drift off to sleep and stay asleep. I mean, I just got a report the other day from somebody that I'd given it to. And she said, oh, my gosh, I'm finally able to sleep. This is amazing. Because she's never tried CBD. So I get all kinds of reports. Happy sleepers. Well, you know, happy sleepers is sleep's the foundation for your brain. And real quick, I'm just going to remind our folks that the only time those little glial cells can come out and clean up all that toxic waste that the brain makes is when you're asleep. So if you can't do it on your own, you've learned today about a whole other option, CBD. And the, download the book. Educate yourself. Because I think the more I learn about it, the more I believe that, that this is a viable option. You know, I'm certainly much better than synthetic chemicals. But also, you know, oh, I drink organic wine. Well, this is a lot better than organic <laughs> wine. <Yeah>. So, right. <laughs> But I think well, I, I can't thank you enough for being with us today and, and your generosity in offering the listeners the discount. Thank you so, so much. I hope that everyone out there will at least take advantage of the free download on the ebook. Lee Richardson and the Brain Performance Center, we want to thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more episodes like this, visit us on iTunes, Google Play, Toginet, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and thebrainperformancecenter.com. Brain Performance Center.com.